Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Israel, 
Shalom. 
JM in the AM Wednesday morning. Thanks for tuning in. It is, uh, let's see, 6.30 in the morning on this Wednesday, April the 25th, day 10 in the month of ER. Good morning, all. Today's Herzl Day. Today is Herzl Day. Uh, Herzl Day was created by the Knesset as part of the Herzl Law. According to the law, Herzl Day shall be held once a year on the 10th of ER, the birthday of Theodore Herzl. On this day, a state memorial service shall be held on Har Herzl in Jerusalem, in IDF camps, and in schools. Time shall be devoted to learning about the achievements and Zionist vision of Theodore Herzl. A symposium shall be held in Jerusalem in memory of Theodore Herzl, organized by the public council, discussing issues from the world of Zionism and in the spirit of the vision of Theodore Herzl. The Knesset shall hold a special debate to mark Herzl's date on its exact date or a date close to it. And should ER 10 fall on Shabbos, Herzl Day should be held on the following Sunday. That's the best part of that whole paragraph. <laughs> uh, only in Israel, if people only realize that. JM and AM, good morning. Want to uh, welcome uh, those who are listening on the uh, buses to Norpak. Ellie Dworetsky has already commented on our app, listening to JM and AM on the bus heading to Washington with Norpak. Um, so I'm going to ask Ellie to get at least three other people to comment on the app from the bus. You think he could do that, or is everybody on the bus sleeping? <laughs> Let's see if we can get other people on the bus to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away, especially if you're heading down with Norpac on their big day today. I want to remind you, you could sponsor a part or all of a JMN broadcast by going to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. That is the uh, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting site where you could do that, and we thank you. Uh, a lot of music for you, or I shouldn't use the word music, right? Sometimes it's uh, hard to believe that this material is acceptable on um, a Sphere format day, while, I don't know, slow cantorial music would not be, if it's accompanied by a piano, for instance. But anyway, Vahafta from Ari Goldwag, a.k.a. Pella, had Vihisha Amda, Jordan, and Adam together with Ure, Kolish with Yihichvod and Vehaer. Vayihi done by Bitachon, Kolish had Vaalu, and of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Big day today here at JM in the A, and we will finally have a representative of SodaStream on to discuss on this Herzl Day these special bottles that SodaStream created for Israel 70. Um, that commemorate Israel 70 with photos of Theodor Herzl, David Ben-Gurion, and Golda Meir. I am looking at them as I speak. <laughs> they are, I'm laughing only because they're so adorable, frankly. Um, all right, so we'll talk about that with our SodaStream representative. We'll talk about the Kulanu Academy and the JNF Kulanu program. We will talk with uh, somebody about the OU Torah event this Sunday, and it's a biggie. I hope you've already registered at OU.org for what's happening at City Field this coming Sunday. And a conversation that uh, it seems, at least from the reaction I'm getting on the street, quote-unquote, a conversation with the great interest out there. I speak live in studio with President Rabbi Dr. Ari Berman, the fifth president of Yeshiva University. He'll be visiting our studio live and in person this morning. And... Um, It should be interesting. In his investiture, he uh, he mentioned 
Uh, I do not need to read a history book to understand Yeshiva University. By the way, that I do believe. I, I mean, why shouldn't I believe it? But I, uh, I admire his, th- that statement. Uh, it reiterates how he has been uh, with Yeshiva University institutions since a young teenager. And um, there is a, there is something, how do I put this without giving it away? Uh, there is something within that statement that I am going to uh, ask him about, which is very appropriate for his visit here today. Let's put it that way. I'm sure some of you already have figured it out. Anyway, so that's all coming up. 53 degrees. We've got rain outside, 100% humidity. Winds are east at 10 miles an hour. It's rain today in New York with a high of 57. Showers early tonight, low 52. And tomorrow, mostly sunny. A high Thursday going up to 70, believe it or not. 63 in Jerusalem. We're at 53 with rain here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. So we're in a sphere of format. We have plenty of guests coming up. An exciting show. If you're on the Norpak bus, comment on the app. So a few minutes from now, we can give you a big shout-out. And Ellie Dworetsky, I am uh, deputizing you <laughs> to get everybody on the bus to listen in right now on their app. I know, I just have a feeling that the entire bus is sound asleep. <laughs> That's what I would think, that all the Norpak buses have the majority of people dozing off at the moment. Uh, anyway, I hope you have a successful mission down there. I can tell you that much. I was in Washington last week, last Wednesday, in fact, and there is some energy there when you're walking the halls of Congress and... Um, and seeing all the people from around the country who are there to lobby, to ask, to uh, to meet. It's fascinating, it's interesting, and it accomplishes a great deal. And those on the bus already know that, that's for sure. More coming up. It's JM in the AM on a Wednesday morning Sphera format. Thanks for tuning in to the Nahum Siegel Network. Alichtigkeit in jeden Jiddischheim. Azake Digi Gische Mulleichheim. Mit ein kleinen Wort, oh mein. Ayyidheb Tabruche schreit der Schoen. Oh mein, es ist Emmes, wenn du freuen. In der Twilde, ne Begitore, kein Jiddischheim. Es ist Allah so in Saal, oh mein, wey, oh mein. Wey, oh mein, oh Sterun 
Deutsch, Jascher Koyach, oder thank you, nur um mein Empfer, hoch in Klur, abrochen, mach kereich an der Koyach, murmelisch, nur suges Klur in Hoyach. Als jeder soll zoeken om mijn bekoeierumme, wel a broeke ona om mijn skegiveline schumme. De gemoer is ons megale asas, de koeier was jeder om mijn hoofs. Om mijn is die oisier sky om meelig nemen, en straten we de mens vinden alle problemen. Eindelijk kunt de goeie wazigen, er wint steen maar een figie en giegen. En voor om mijn klaag, baham zie je hem. Meer een verzicht me zo weer in mijn kiem. Lommer schrijen alle om mijn. Baden boeren is alle om mijn. De malochen trokken is haar hoofd, zie je hem kissen. Een krooi voor een meelig lopen missen. Jeder om mijn schoesje van taaie. Licht mijn meelig schemaaie. Als hem geweer ooit een bischmaaie. Oi, oh mein weh, oh mein Ei, de Löffelam is dich nicht schommen Oh, mein Brecht auf alle Zommen Mit deinen, oh mein, auf die Welt Du, ist mein Seuche, wenn neu ich hallo Oh, je Lama, wo, auf die Lehen gerne mischen da Oh, ich mein, hat gesucht, du sei ein Wort Auf die Lehen, nur ein, oh mein, bloß Zither-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-Harjah-
Shame in the AM. Draw Your Cross, sung by A.K.A. Pella here at JM in the AM. Uh, Ari Goldwag had Tzar Mitzvah. You heard the uh, cast of Amen Va Amen, a cappella style, with the uh, opener to their album. JM in the AM Wednesday, while well, I was right, listener Ellie responded on our app. He said, most of the people are sleeping or reading on the bus, on the Norpac bus down to Washington. Well, Ellie, that's why we need you to walk around the bus and recruit. No, I know it's going to be hard because people don't want to be disturbed at this hour of the morning. I know. Uh, but if you're on Norpac or if you're listening on the bus, any of the buses from anywhere, comment on the NSN Nahum Single Network app. Let us know where you are. And collect a vote for spending your day down in Washington, as I said earlier. 53 degrees, rain, and a high temperature of 57 here in New York. Big day here at JM and the AM, including the visit of Yeshiva University President by Dr. Ari Berman to our studio. Looking forward to that. That's happening at about 8.20 this morning. Make sure to be tuned in. Full day, of course, on our network, including Bite Size with Yoni Pollock at 9 a.m., including a live lunch with Avrami at 11 a.m., all Eastern time, all coming up after JM in the a.m. as we just keep everything going here. Even when I'm finished at 9 a.m., the amazing programming just goes on and on and on. 11 minutes before the hour, you're listening to JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with the Maccabees. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. 
around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com, <clears throat> on the NahumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Thanks for listening in from around the country, around the world. Much appreciated, everybody. Got Gali Tzal in the background with our news from Israel coming up. Today is Herzl Day in Israel, birthday of Theodore Herzl. Day 25 in the counting of the Omer. Today is 25, three weeks and four days. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. A lot of great guests coming up today, including the president of Yeshiva University, or by Dr. Ari Berman, who's going to be joining us on this giving day for YU. We'll explain all of it coming up in hour number three this morning. Comment on our app if you're on your way to Norpac, or if you're not on your way to Norpac, comment on our app. Let us know where you are. Go to the NSN Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next to Jam Nam. Galei Tzal, Hashaa Shtayim, Kanehud Graf, Im Mashekore Achshav. Eroa Tag Mechir Shlishi, Betoch Yemama. Bakfar Jalud, Shemidarom Lishchem, Almonim Nikvutz, Migei Rechavim, Verisesuk Tobot Neatza. Katavenu Jeki Hogi. ניקח גורלנו בידינו, כתבו האלמונים על קירות בתים בכפר ונקבו צמיגים של ארבע מכוניות. בג'לוד סבורים כי הפוגעים הגיעו מן היישוב הסמוך אש קודש. הלילה הועלו באש שתי מכוניות באיכסל שבגליל. בבוקר נוקבו צמיגים בכפר דיר עמר ליד רמאללה. הקרמלין הודיע שיספק מערכות הגנה אווירית לסוריה על אף ההתנגדות הישראלית. כתבתנו אינה אנטונוב. על פי הדיווחים, מוסקבה תספק בקרוב את מערכות הטילים, ככל הנראה טילי S-300 מתקדמים נגד מטוסים. השבוע דווח בסוכנות הידיעות רויטרס כי בכירים ישראלים פנו לקרמלין בבקשה למנוע את המהלך. זאת לאחר שחיל האוויר השמיד בתקיפה לפני כחודשיים חלק ניכר מסוללות ההגנה האווירית של משטר אסד. אחיו של אברה מנגיסטו, המוחזק בעזה, אילן, אומר לאחר פגישת המשפחה עם ראש הממשלה בנימין נתניהו, אנו מעודדים מהמאמצים להשיב את אברה, אך נמשיך לקיים את מאהל המחאה שהקמנו מול מעון ראש הממשלה. מדבריו הביאה כתבתנו עופרה ארליך. לצערי אין חדש על אברה אח שלי. עדכנו אותנו שיש התפתחויות באזור, שהמדינה תולה תקווה בשביל להשיב את השבילים הנהדרים, אבל לפי מה שאני חש, הדרך עוד ארוכה, ואנחנו נמשיך לשבת באוהל המחאה עד שנראה שהדברים יתקדמו, ונראה את אח שלנו אברה בריא ושלם. לאחר הפגישה עם משפחת מנגיסטו, אמר נתניהו, אנו הופכים כל אבן כדי להחזיר את אזרחינו וחיילי צה"ל, אך מטבע הדברים לא נוכל לפרט על המאמצים. בית המשפט המחוזי בירושלים גזר תשעה חודשי מאסר על בן דרעי, שוטר מג"ב, שהודה והורשע בהריגה ברשלנות, לאחר שירה למוות בפלסטיני לפני ארבע שנים. עורך דינו, ציון אמיר, אמר ליעל דן, המדינה לא הייתה צריכה להגיש כתב אישום נגד הלוחם. היה צריך לקבל אולי אות הצטיינות על התנהגותו שם, ולא לקבל כתב אישום ממדינת ישראל. כדור גומי בדרך כלל פוצע ולא עושה משהו מעבר לכך. התרע המזל והשתרבב כדור חי לאותה מחסנית, וזה מה שגרם למותו, לא כדור גומי. מועצת חוף אשקלון שילמה כופר של כ-20 אלף שקלים להאקר, פצחן, שהשתלט על מחשבי המועצה. כתבנו בדרום, רמי שני.
דרישת הכופר באה בעקבות השתלטות של פצחנים באמצעות וירוס מחשבים על חומרי המועצה האזורית חוף אשקלון שנמצאים במאגרי המידע של המועצה. במקום להביא את הדבר בפני רשות הסייבר הלאומית, העדיף ראש המועצה יאיר פרג'ון לשלם כ-20 אלף שקלים. ראש המועצה אומר בתגובה כי פעולות חבלה נעשות בכל מקום וההתמודדות מולן צריכה להיות בתגובות גורמי ממשל. מזג האוויר, ירידה ניכרת בטמפרטורות וגשם ברוב אזורי הארץ שילווה בסופות רעמים וברד. הסערה תימשך מחר ובשישי, ועד אז קיים חשש להצפות במישור החוף. בנחלי הדרום והמזרח צפויים שיטפונות. אלה החדשות שעורך יותם לחובסקי.
J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning on this Herzl Day. Today is day number 25 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to count sometime today. Many of you recall that on Yom Ha'atzma'ut, we had a uh, wonderful time with a brand new gift that we received from our friends at the Soda Stream. We even gave some of them away to our listeners. Soda Stream, in honor of uh, the 70th birthday of the state of Israel has released a uh, collector's item, a set of three made in Israel, really cool commemorative bottles, a soda stream bottle with Theodore Herzl on him, on it rather, uh, on this Herzl day, a soda stream bottle with David Ben-Gurion and a soda stream bottle with the beloved Golda Meir. I'm actually holding them as I speak. And with us live via telephone is the general manager of SodaStream US, Jekka Glassman. Jekka, shalom. Welcome to JM in the AM. Hi, shalom. Good morning uh, to everyone thank, uh, thank you. listening. Thank you very much, and happy 70 to you. Yes. <laughs> yes, to all of us, yeah. So, thank you. Thank you. It's great. So when the Herzl, Ben-Gurion, and Golda Meir commemorative bottles came out, did you hear from the family of uh, Moshe Charette and Levi Eshkol that they were upset that they didn't get a bottle? 
Look, we have a long lineup of, of candidates for the for the next releases of the bottles. Uh, so we have a good start, a very uh, you know uh, uh, a high benchmark for us, but definitely there's more to come. And um, the responses we're getting from everywhere across the board is just uh, is just phenomenal. Well, the only real complaint I've gotten is that Menachem Begin is not part of it. But if what you're saying is accurate, there'll be plenty of time for that and many others. Please, God. Yes. Yes, yes, now, absolutely. Now, how, first of all, how do people obtain this? We, we, we've been talking about it a lot. Uh, you know, SodaStream did this, and, it, and it's such a cool item. People are in love with it already. How do people in the New York, New Jersey area and in other places find these commemorative bottles? They, they just love, love it. You know, um, about two weeks ago, I, um, I attended um, a session at my daughter's school. She's going to a Jewish uh, school in the Cherry Hill area. Right. And um, we presented um, SodaStream in general. And, you know, many people didn't even know that SodaStream was an Israeli company, that wow. all the SodaStream products are, are being produced in Israel. Um, so we presented that. We told the story of SodaStream. And, of course, we, we, we uh, let the kids play a little bit with the machine. So it was kind of a science, uh, a science session for them. Right. And we showed the bottles, and the, resp- uh, the responses really blew me away uh, from the teachers, from the principals, from the kids. The kids got a, a giveaway. Each one got one of the bottles. Nice. And... Um, so it was, um, it was uh, commercial, it was, uh, you know, it was uh, historic because we, told, we talked about who the figures are. Right. We talked about every bottle also says, Letiferet Medinat Israel, if you notice that. So this is, it was really cool, and it's, it's, it's heartwarming to see, uh, to see the responses that we're getting. What's the easiest way for people to get them? Online. That's it, that's Go the best online, thing. They're online and um, order them, and they're going to be shipped. Um, so, you, know, you know, SodaStream's been in the news. SodaStream has been in the news for a lot of reasons. When it came to one of those big Super Bowl Sundays, SodaStream was in the news. I'm sure you remember that. And, sure. and SodaStream is also in the news because of the way that SodaStream is produced. As you say on your package, it's produced by Jews and Arabs working side by side in peace and harmony. Isn't it ironic that your company that does so much to make sure that both Jewish and Arab families have what they need and are able to have gainful employment, that you guys have been the target of criticism uh, for whatever reason in that area? Isn't it ironic? Well, it is, and it's probably not the only case, not the first case, and unfortunately probably not the last case. Um, yeah, there was a lot of BDS-related uh, uh, issues after the Super Bowl where, where SodaStream went on the, on the news. Um, SodaStream plant at the time was in uh, Mishor Dumim, and we had many Palestinian uh, uh, families that are working and making a living uh, at the SodaStream uh, plant. Um, however, today the plant has moved to Lehavim in the Negev, just north of Be'er Sheva in Israel. But the, the good thing is that really um, SodaStream uh, management, Daniel Birenbaum and, and the rest of his team really fought hard um, to uh, enable uh, those uh, Palestinian workers who've been with SodaStream for so many years to be able to uh, get their necessary permits 
and to be able to uh, uh, continue their employment with SodaStream uh, within Lehavim. And it took, uh, it took some time uh, with a lot of uh, lobbying and, and, and meetings with, uh, with the uh, president of Israel at the time. And, and we are happy that today um, many families still continue the employment, and we have buses every morning picking up uh, Palestinian workers from the West Bank and, and bringing them to the SodaStream plant. Uh, and, and really, the plant, it's not a cliche. It's, it's a true story. It's an island of peace. And when you walk the, the production floors and you feel the energy and you see the Palestinians uh, shift managers having Jewish uh, employees and Christians and Bedouin women that are being uh, employed there, uh, it's really, uh, it, it's really, uh, you know, it, it makes you so uh, optimistic about uh, the future, and and you know, with uh, this uh, difficult, you know, circumstances in, in in Israel, and you know, and around the world with the conflicts everywhere, it is truly an island of peace, well, and uh, and it's a proof that it can be done, and and change starts from from within. No question about it. Kolakavo to Soda Stream for all these incredible efforts, and uh, maybe these BDSers will start paying attention to the real story, to what really is going on uh, in Israel, especially with your company. Jekka Glassman is with us, General Manager of SodaStream US. Uh, we've been talking about the commemorative bottles, the ones that feature the uh, really cool uh, images of Theodore Herzl on this Herzl Day, David Ben-Gurion and Golda Meir. Uh, they are sold in a three-bottle set. You can go to the SodaStream website and order it for yourself and pay tribute to Israel 70 um, by simply drinking some carbonated water from some very cool commemorative bottles. How many flavors do you guys have that one can add to their uh, regular SodaStream bottle? Oh, we have we have uh, tens, if not more, of, of flavors. We have the traditional flavors, and we have the the, the fruit drops, which is really uh, uh, natural, non-preservative, zero calories, no sugar added. Uh, that just add this this you know slight taste of of of, uh, of either uh, lemon or raspberry or mango uh, to the water. And we're really excited to uh, to be uh, to be able to um, you know drive this change to a healthier um, way of, 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 of being hydrated, helping people move away from the bad soda uh, drinks, the sugary uh, drinks, to uh, fresh, sparkling water, flavored, if you choose to flavor them, and you can just put, uh, you know, a squeeze of lime in it, and, and, that's, and that's also great. But not only uh, from a health and, and wellness perspective, but also from a um, from a sustainability perspective, because we are uh, we're really proud and, and, and see a lot of importance in, in really fighting this uh, plastic epidemic that, that we see around the world and, and offering uh, a sustainable solution that, uh, that will uh, avoid, um, you know, this, this unbelievable amount of, of plastic, single-use plastic bottles that are floating in our oceans and, you know, and, and killing our dolphins around the world. The uh, SodaStream uh, concept, I would guess, based on what you're saying, uh, helps families uh, save hundreds of, of plastic one-time-use bottles a year. It's got to be. I mean, you know, an average family has got to be, uh, you know, I don't know, a hundred. Every every soda stream machine in a family saves every family three thousand uh, plastic bottles, wow. single use plastic bottles from you know from entering this this pile of junk that that uh, we are producing. How many countries on this globe uh, use soda stream? Do you know? 
Yes, we are selling our products in uh, 46 countries wow. around the world. Unbelievable. Yeah. The whole thing is really cool. It's, I mean, we've always been big fans. This thing, <laughs> this new concept of the commemorative bottles makes us even bigger fans. And by the way, uh, you know, in our department, we're always concerned about the next generation and them being educated when it comes to modern Jewish history and history in general. Now, as the bottle with Theodore Herzl or with Golda Meir or with David Ben-Gurion are sitting on someone's table, they may ask their parents or grandparents, who is this person? that's on this bottle and we'll start a conversation about Jewish history which of course we here always think is so vital and important yeah that's right that's so, right kolakavod as we say in the mother tongue <laughs> <laughs> thank you Jekka Glassman GM of SodaStream US very proud of these brand new commemorative bottles uh, I, what, what is the website is it SodaStream.com what is it yes yes SodaStream.com will Yep. SodaStream.com, order yours today. Have the Israel 70 commemorative bottles on your table and enhance your entire drinking experience by uh, studying and telling people about the incredible figures that are on these bottles. Jekka Tadaraba and Chag Shivim Sameach to you. Yeah, okay. Happy happy Herzl Day, Chag Shivim Sameach, and uh, all the best to you. <laughs> happy Herzl Day, and on this 10th of ER, it is Herzl Day in Israel. And Chag Shivim Sameach, after all, 70 is going to last, as far as I'm concerned, for the entire year. Go to SodaStream.com for information, everybody. 20 minutes after 7 o'clock, you're listening to JM in the AM. <laughs>
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, all. Achenu, that is uh, Cole Zimra here at J.M. in the A.M. Um, I want to thank those who are commenting on our app. <laughs> a couple of funny comments from those uh, heading down to Norpac. Hope it's a successful day for everybody with the Norpac. Rabbi Dr. Ari Berman, who is the fifth president of Yeshiva University, is joining us this morning. First time he's here since uh, since assuming the position of president of the university. Looking forward to speaking with him coming up here at JM in the AM. Lots going on in our community calendar. Boy, oh boy. Uh, first of all, tonight there is a tour of the Bialystoker Shul here on the Lower East Side. A one-hour tour beginning at 7 p.m. Bialystoker Shul on Bialystoker Place here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. That starts at 7. In the Young Israel of Manhattan, Chazak and the Young Israel present Azriela Jaffa, Azriela Jaffe, from Chaos to Calm, The Secret of Transforming Your Erev Shabbos. It's for women only at the Young Israel of Manhattan tonight. Admission is free. Information 718-285-9132. We've been emphasizing today's Yeshiva University Giving Day. We'll talk more about that, of course, with Rabbi Dr. Ari Berman will be joining us in studio here at JM in the AM. So I'll have that for you. Uh, speaking of the Lower East Side, Bialystoker Synagogue has its annual uh, brunch this coming Sunday at the Ornstein Pavilion beginning at 10.15 a.m. Uh, honoring Rabbi Shalom Rafin, Mazal Tov Rabbi Rafin. Information, you contact the Bialystoker Synagogue, bialystoker.org. Um, earlier in the week, we spoke with the Shlomo Katz, who is... Um, who is um, one of the dinner co-chairs for the Rockaways and Nassau County Hatzalah. The big event, the big dinner is this coming Sunday night. Information, HatzalahRL.org, Hatzalah, H-A-T-Z-A-L-A-H-R-L.org for information. Orthodox Union is getting ready for Sunday, an amazing array of speakers, an incredible array of uh, of topics as the OU's Torah New York comes to City Field in Queens, New York. Go to OU.org for information, OU.org. 
and um, yeah, OU.org. And we will be speaking with one of the representatives of that amazing event coming up later on in this broadcast. A mask in conjunction with Torah Psychology presents a Victor Frankel conference sponsored by Interboro and LSA. It is happening this coming Sunday, April the 29th at Congregation Beth Torah, 1061 Ocean Parkway in Brooklyn, New York. Featured speakers include Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson and Howard Glasser, the founder of Nurtured Heart Approach. They're both going to be speaking this coming uh, weekend, or I should say this coming Sunday at uh, 1061 Ocean Parkway in Brooklyn, New York. And that's Congregation Beth Torah, 1061 Ocean Parkway in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, now, um, parent track for those parents who want to be at the mask event, 1030 until 2 o'clock, and you could register by going to maskparents.org. Professional track is from 9 until 5, 6.5 CEUs. Register by going to torahpsychology.org. TorahPsychology.org. So this is the big mask event for this weekend, for this Sunday. I remind you that mask over 21 years of servicing the community helps families in need. They can call the mask confidential helpline at 718-758-0400. 718-758-0400. Mask has support groups and provides referrals for all mental health issues. This includes addiction school issues, eating disorders, bullying, and more. MASK provides in-school and camp staff trainings and community awareness programs as well. Check it out. You can go to their website or call 718-758-0400 for confidential help. That is the hotline at MASK. All right, so those are some of the things going on this um, coming weekend. We'll talk more about the uh, OU event, of course, later on, and the Yeshiva University Big Day of a big giving day. We'll talk about that later on as well. Run by Dr. Ari Berman, the fifth president of Yeshiva University, joins us here in studio at JM in the AM. Very much looking forward to it. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanishmas Rav Zebedevis of Alevi, and Zechanishmas Esther Basarvis of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. In Mesech the Shabbos, in the Babylonian Talmud, Chazal discuss that the mazel under which a person is born, his inherent nature plays a significant role in making every individual different. However, Chazal do not suggest that the person should try to completely change that nature, nor can he change the sign of his muzzle. Rather, the person is advised to make the necessary adjustments in his nature that will channel his energy for Avodah Hashem. For example, if an individual was born under the muzzle of Madim, that would indicate that he has a propensity to spill blood. But Rashi elaborates that this could encompass a murderer as well as a shaykhet or a moyel, meaning that although the individual may be born with a nature to be a shaykh domim, to spill blood, he still has the wherewithal to use this nature for mitzvahs and avodah Hashem. The Vilna Goyim comments similarly on the Posuk in Mishlei, the Vilna Goyen explains that it's very difficult for a person to crush his tendencies. Therefore, one has to direct and guide the individual in the way of mitzvahs, according to his own personal muzzle in nature. This will ensure that he will continue on that path even when he gets older, and he won't digress. 
However, if one forces the individual to thoroughly fight his nature, he will heed out of fear. However, later, once he's free and no longer repressed, he's going to stray because it's impossible for him to wipe out his muzzle. The differences between people manifest themselves in many different ways. For example, one person delves into Limut into learning. He studies in great depth. The second one learns Bikiyas. He covers a lot of ground. One person is inclined to learn Halacha, Law. The other person learns Agadita. These are examples of Limut HaToyra. And it's impossible for us to measure the value of each course. The achievement of bracha is when a person is successful in that area of Torah to which he is drawn. We learn in the Talmud, in the Tractate of Sanhedrin, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi asks of the Mashiach, It is written in Daniel, Behold, he came with the clouds of heaven. Yet, in Tzchaya we read, He'll be poor and riding on a donkey. Which one is correct? If B'nai Yisrael merits it, he will come with the clouds of heaven. If Klai Yisrael does not merit it, he will be poor and ride on a donkey. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. and the A.M. on this Herzl Day, the 10th of E.R. Today is day number 25 in the counting of the Omer. Day number 25, if you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Uh, greetings to those who are on the Norpak buses heading down to Washington, D.C. Have a successful day down in the nation's capital. Uh, the Jewish National Fund USA and the Kulanu Academy announced a partnership in support of Kulanu Ba'aretz, a joint three-month vocational educational study program in Israel for young men and women with special needs aged 17 to 22. JNF is well known for its work benefiting individuals with special needs and disabilities. This new partnership with Kulanu on the academic front allows it to expand its services and offer this special opportunity to 20 students each year for the 2018-2019 and 2019-2020 academic years. With us live via telephone is Yair Rosenrausch, who is the Chief Programming Officer at Kulanu Academy. Yair, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Thank you for having me. A pleasure. How long has Kulanu been around? What year are you guys in at this point? We are actually about to celebrate our 18th year. It's unbelievable. I remember when, yeah. it, I remember when it started, and uh, I remember the, um, uh, the, the, the spirit and the, uh, uh, and the excitement when it began, and now it's all these years later. It's pretty amazing. Uh, how did this get introduced, the, uh, the whole concept of Kulanu Academy working with the Jewish National Fund? Well, Kulano Academy, as I said, was established 18 years ago. We, we speak endearingly of our imahot, the mothers in the community who were commiserating about their, uh, their individuals, their children who are at home, um, for whom they uh, were struggling. They couldn't go to shul because they'd be shushed. Uh, people would look at them funny. Their children were ostracized. And they got together and decided, you know what, let's create this organization. So the first step was to create a Shabbos uh, shadow program where mm-hmm. typical students would watch their children and the parents would actually be able to now go to shul, and more programs developed out of that. Ultimately, uh, a school developed, and a number of other programs as well. As the first group of students were graduating the uh, high school program, they saw that their peers were going off for gap year programs, and our executive director, Beth Raskin, said, you know what, why are our children not entitled to the same program? 
So she created Kulana Baritz, which is, as you said, a three-month vocational program where these individuals will go to Israel to Kibbutz Shluchot um, in the Beichan Valley, and they will continue their academics, continue their Limudu Kodesh, but will also have a vocational component to their program. Um, this is our 10th year, actually, wow. of the program, and we uh, are very proud to be partnering with the JNF. will help us expand our program dramatically, working together with a number of their other partner organizations, such as Ale and Lotem. Um, we'll be able to incorporate many of those programs into our vocational sites. We're creating a component of um, so, uh, special and uniform, where our, where our students will be able to participate in that program as part of a Gadna program, and it will help us expand the program tremendously. How many, uh, how many um, students, how many uh, young people have taken advantage of your program over the last 10 years? We started with seven. Um, traditionally, we keep it smaller, um, unique to our school program. And as I said, uh, 10 years, we're going on our seventh run next year. Right. And um, we, as parents, you know, we, we often can tell um, in what way uh, our own children have gained from an experience in Israel, whether it be a summer experience, the gap year, as you mentioned, etc. Uh, what could you tell us about the gains that those from Kulanu are experiencing and enjoying once they're part of this program for three months? Uh, we like to call it a life boot camp. You know, mm-hmm. our primary objective with these students is to allow them to attain some level of independence. We take for granted that many of our children, when they go off to Israel, uh, have not been independent yet, and, and their parents are doing things for them. That's all, all, the, all more the case with individuals who uh, have special needs. So it's the same idea, just at a more base level. Um, for the first time, they're taking care of their basic needs by themselves, whether that's packing, whether that's you know, showering, whether that's dressing themselves, um, and even to more higher levels, because it runs the gamut in terms of abilities and functioning level. Mm-hmm. Um, at the beginning of the trip, each of the students sits with our staff and determines what their goals are for this trip. What do they want to accomplish? And that's, that's a wild idea for them, because until mm-hmm. now they've been in school, people have been directing them, telling them what to do. But they're sitting down <clears throat> excuse me, with the staff, determining what they want to accomplish. So for one individual, it might be, I want to lose weight, or I want to eat healthy, or uh, I want to make friends. And these goals are reviewed throughout the uh, course of the trip. They're put on the back of their doors so they can review it constantly. Um, you know, is dramatic change going to happen over three months? For some, maybe. But realistically, for this population, it's small increments in change. Like we said, life boot camp. Yeah. So by the time that they come back, they have the ability to have independence, to properly have modeled uh, proper behavior, team building, confidence building, and they can come back and they now have the keys to build on that when they yeah, return. Yeah, very important increments. I mean, we're talking about you know vital things, frankly. may not sound like much to the average person, but these are vital components of life <laughs> that, they're, that they're picking up when they're in this independent atmosphere. You know, Kulano, as far as I know, uh, normally goes to what, the low or mid-20s for somebody? Do students graduate from Kulano? What goes on? No, life has changed at Kulano from our start. We have, um, we, we like to say, from birth to 120 at this point. Wow. We have programs that, uh, we have social services programs. We have our park resource center. We have our school. We have our DAB for those that are graduating programs. We have vocational programs for adults. We have Kulano Travels, which is uh, social outings for adults. Um and a number of other programs as well that are being developed. So, so they, they have the full gamut of, of programs and services offered throughout their lives. So there could be original Kulanu members who are still with the organization. 
there are some of which are working with us. Pretty cool. Yair Rosenrausch is with us. He is the uh, uh, pro- chief programming officer at Kulanu Academy. We've been announcing and uh, discussing the JNF Kulanu partnership, if you will. This will give the opportunity for Kulanu to expand their uh, their uh, options, I guess we'd call it, right? Options in, in terms of touring and other things uh, on their uh, journeys to Israel. Uh, we know that JNF covers a lot of ground, and in this area, it's the area of special needs, they certainly have done uh, amazing work. So it, this will certainly give everyone there an opportunity, all the students there, an opportunity to expand in that way. And I would assume touring is a massive part of the whole experience. Absolutely. Of the three months of uh, program, 25 days are allocated to touring. We're so thankful for JNF for partnering with us on this endeavor. They are going to expand the breadth of our touring options um, and incorporating a number of their sites, including Lotem, right. uh, Graffiti, uh, their Writing Academy, as I said, the uh, Special and Uniform. Right. Um, we're in the midst of crafting out the schedule for next year. Amazing. Really cool. When does it start? What month is it? The program starts right after, well, not right after, but uh, after you on to October 31st through January 15th. The dates were chosen because a number of the individuals who will be participating will be going off to college upon their return, and this allows them to return before the start of the semester. Also, when you think about it, there are a lot of uh, students in our community, and I mean this nationwide, that are in Israel, you know, sort of for that semester, and a lot of them do come back. I don't mean the first-year ones, but a lot of them do come back, you know, January time. So it's, if you're trying to, you know, match things up with what the typical student is going through, uh, you know, they're, they're going to meet a lot of people and be involved in a lot of people in their community who are also just back from Israel, so to speak. Absolutely, on both sides of the ocean. Yes. We, want, we, are, we are very interested, interested in having a very integrated experience, both when our individuals are here as well as over there, that's part and parcel of all of our programming. Yeah, very cool. All right, we salute JNF USA. We salute the Kulano Academy. Like I say, Yair, I remember the very first days of the organization. It's amazing how it's grown to this point. How long are you with the organization? Are you an old-timer or a, or a newbie? No, no, I'm fresh blood. I've been here about a year. Oh, very cool. Well, sounds like you're doing a great job. And that you're, Thank uh, you sir, so much. Sir, if, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. If anyone is interested in learning more about the program, I invite you to go to our website, Kulanu Kids. That's Kulanu with a K, kulanukids.org slash kulanu dash baaretz. Or you can email me, yair, Y-A-I-R, at kulanukids.org. Uh, you can call 516-569-3083, extension 150. And if I may, I just want to make uh, a call for We have our fair on June 10th at Cedarhurst Park as well as a raffle program. You can learn more at our website. Very cool. All right. Uh, go to the Kulanu website. Check it all out. The brand-new three-month long-study program in Israel for young people with special needs and disabilities has been announced. It's a partnership between JNF USA and Kulanu Academy, and we salute both of them. Yair Rosenrausch is the uh, Chief Programming Officer at Kulanu Academy. Best regards to everybody there, and thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you very much, Nachum. Have a nice day. Plenty more coming up. It is a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Shalom, Baruch Hashem, Lishalom, 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 Baruch
In einer von den letzten Sachen, wo sein Tat hat ihm gesucht, ist gewesen Fasern Petire. Er hat ihm zugerufen und gesucht, mein Tag ist ruhig gut. Sollst du wissen, als meine Tage sind gezählt. Aber sollst du wissen, als er viele, wenn ich bin, ich du, hast du nicht alles an Tat im Himmel, wenn du kannst eibig sich durchreden, im Beten, wo es dein Herz wird begehen. In Azoi hat der Heilige Vashem Tov getan, in Ausgelehrten seiner Temiden verdeure, deure. Als wenn immer einer hat Zahr oder Agmes Neufisch, und er will geholfen werden, 
soll doch ausreden sein Herz und Taten im Himmel. In der Fahrlamme schreien denn die Koyach, 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 Ramoides Echut in mich, Koyach, Koyach, Jam in the AM Wednesday. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com. On the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Rabbi Adir Posey is with us live via telephone, Director of Synagogue and Community Services at the Orthodox Union. A big day coming up on Sunday. I think the last time we spoke to Adir Posey was, uh, Rabbi Posey rather, uh, was uh, around the time of the Houston trip, if I'm not mistaken. Rabbi Adir Posey, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, and good morning to everyone. Am I right that you were a big help coordinating things down in Houston after the uh, flood while we were? Uh... Indeed, yes, that was the last time we spoke, and uh, you and were with your team were a huge help and a chizuk to that community after a really tough time. And thank God we've actually been connected to Houston uh, since, and are actually in the process of doing a distribution of a tremendous fund that has been collected a lot through your efforts to assist families in the continuing uh, growth and uh, rebuilding since the storm. Absolutely amazing. Uh, great work. Um, the Orthodox Union presents Torah New York indoors at City Field this coming Sunday, April the 29th. My, my greatest curiosity, have we yet surpassed registration compared to last year? We have indeed. We wow. are on track to have 2,000 people wow. at our City Field program. Wow. And it's important to note that uh, the greatness of City Field is the fact that we have expandable spaces and we are working feverishly and have, thank God, been able to accommodate our current crowds and even more. So please make sure that you still sign up, especially with the special Nachum Siegel Network code. Yeah, uh, we'll that will give you half price admission. Yeah, we'll tell everybody how to save money in a minute. I mean, I, I am so impressed, I'll tell you. You know, you do this thing once, uh, you know, especially with the array of speakers and array of topics, you know the community is going to respond in a certain way. To top it the following year is amazing, I'll tell you. No no sophomore jinx here, as they say. No, <laughs> you know, thank I, God we have a wonderful product, which is really the Torah. And that community has responded accordingly. Unbelievable. All right. Um, I mentioned the array of speakers. I went through the entire list yesterday just to acquaint myself. I mean, it's unbelievable who you have presenting on Sunday on such a variety of topics. I mean, I don't think there's an area of Jewish or halachic life that's not covered on Sunday, frankly. 
Indeed, that's really our goal, to realize and showcase to the community that the Torah covers everything. And we have the chance to spend a day learning Torah to be able to showcase really the breadth and the diversity of speakers, of perspectives, of hashkafos that are able to be <laughs> under that big umbrella of the Torah. I'm laughing because we, we spoke with Sivan Rahav Meir on Yom Ha'atzmaud, and she's, of course, one of the speakers on Sunday coming in from Israel. And um, and she said, and by the way, she's echoing the complaint of a lot of other people. She said that uh, that the biggest problem is she can't go to the sessions, the other sessions, while she's That's speaking. Right. And I think your biggest complaint is that there are going to be people who want to go to all three concurrent sessions, you know, at once, so to speak. And that's going to be impossible, obviously. Indeed, uh, but we do have a uh, a consolation prize, which is over the course of the aftermath of the program. We, of course, encourage everyone to be there in person, but we will be archiving all of the shirim that are given, and over the course of the aftermath of the program, you will be able to access the archives of those uh, those shirim. There's a certain energy, a certain um, um, anticipation in the community for Sunday's event. I'm wondering if the speakers are feeling that. Do you think that they are... uh that they're getting the same, you know, anticipation and these uh, and and this feeling of uh, of, of just how uh, massive a project this is as they approach um, this task of uh, of addressing the big crowd on Sunday. Absolutely, they've shared with us that the buzz that they see in their schools, in their schools, right. in their communities, people say, "Oh, wow, we see you that you're going to speak there," and you know that creates the buzz that really is a wonderful circle that builds on itself and feeds into more people being connected and engaged with this program. Yeah, anybody who gets into this lineup now, they're considered, you know, like an all-star. <laughs> if, if they break into this lineup, then they, they can be very impressive to their school membership, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. And really, that's what we're trying to do, to showcase the superstars of the Jewish people are the people who engage and teach Torah. And young and old, right? I would assume you have speakers in their 20s and those who are older as well. We absolutely do. One of the things that we're able to showcase is the different array of constituencies that the OU reaches. So we have a special program using the educators of our JLIC program. We have a program directly geared towards uh, the teens of NCSY, um, and really everything in between from young to old. Really amazing, I'll tell you. Uh, an incredible lineup. You know, I, it would be it would be wrong for me to start listing names, frankly. You know the danger of that. But at, but, at, but at least let me go through some of the names that are coming in from Israel. In addition to Sivan Rahav Meir, who we mentioned, who's a superstar in her own right, Rav Rimon is coming in, right, which is a, a very big get, so to speak, right? You'd agree Absolutely. with that. And, yes. and Rabbi Judah Michel, he's coming in from Israel. I mean, my, my point is that, you know, you're, you're expanding in so many different ways. In this way, you're, you're turning to Israel to bring in the highest quality people to make sure that even if they're thousands of miles away, they participate in this program, which is which is really amazing. You could have really rested on your laurels from last year, but you have not done that, which I think is commendable, frankly. Thank you so much. Yeah, and the truth is also to see the diversity, and especially with the power of this year, both the 25th anniversary of, of Soloveitchik and right. the 70th anniversary of Hakamat Hamdina, right. that we showcase through the lens of Torah those momentous years and the momentous occasions. Uh, the, the tracks, so to speak, will be Hashkafa, Halacha, Tanakh, there will be special shiurim and presentations regarding Israel and regarding the life of Rabbi Joseph B. Soloveitchik, as you mentioned. Everybody can access all of this online. That's the suggestion. Go to ou.org. You just click on the first banner you see. It's going to be about City Field this coming Sunday. And right there at the top, you'll see the schedule. Take out the schedule. Starts with Dafyomi very early at 8.45 in the morning. Goes through the entire day all the way until 6 p.m. With, I'm telling you, the hardest part for any attendee 
is going to be trying to choose what to go to on Sunday. That is the bottom line. So good luck, everybody, with that. And by the way, Senator Lieberman, almost Vice President Lieberman, is part of the presentation, right? He is. He has just come out uh, with a book through the OU Press um, showcasing his uh, connection to Torah, specifically, actually, as they say, in Yana Dioma, right. talking about the different themes of Pesach through Shavuos and how that's expressed through his philosophy and his life experience. Very cool. So he'll be part of it, or Beganak's going to join him for that. And uh, that, that and, and so many other things that morning and that entire day should be very, very interesting. All right, everybody out there, go to OU.org. Go to OU.org. Already they are past the number of registrants they had last year, which is really cool. We know how it is the last few days, right, Posey? You know, you know what's going to happen between now and Sunday. There's going to be an, another few hundred people who are going to be want to be part of it. And we're waiting, ready, and able. By the way, what if someone wakes up Sunday morning and wants to come? Walk-ins are absolutely welcome. We have an incredible registration system that is uh, web-based, and in real time you can pick and register for the shiurim that you want to go to through the website, and frankly, you can walk in and we'll do it for you there. Very cool. All right. Anybody out there, listen carefully. Because you're an NSN, Nahum Segal Network, JMNAM listener, you can get in right now for half price. If you register right now, go to OU.org and register for Sunday for Torah New York. Um, all you got to do is use this code. It's all capital letters, all right? All capital letters. Here's the code. T-N-Y for Torah New York, 18-N-S-N. So T-N-Y-1-8-N-S-N. If you use that code... 50% off the uh, registration. And will this last till the end of the week? It will. Okay, great. It so, will. So we can announce this all week long. We can encourage our listeners to register and be part of it, and they will be incredibly impressed by the lineup. In terms of the uh, logistics, I, I mean, the parking's obvious, right? There's plenty of parking there. People don't have to worry about that. And just, exactly just, right. just follow the signs and walk into the building, I guess, right? That's exactly right. We'll have... Uh, registration, and you will have a personalized schedule directed to you. It'll give you all the information you need to know about where to go in real time. And, of course, we have concessions at the event, so it's uh, OU Kosher Food. Um, <laughs> and, really, we're taking care of everything for you. All right, so if someone wants lunch there, they will be able to get lunch there. Absolutely. All right, everybody, OU.org. Get there now to the website, OU.org, and make sure to uh, to register ASAP. Remember, you could save... 50% off registration by using our code. It's TNY for Tower New York, TNY18NSN. That's TNY18NSN. Use that code and save on registration. Rabbi Adir Posey is Director of Synagogue and Community Services at uh, the OU. O OU Torah New York happens this coming Sunday. I know you will be there, Rabbi Posey. We look forward to seeing you there with the thousands of people who are going to be enjoying this unique program. Look forward to seeing everyone. Thank you so much. Kalakavot, send our best to everybody. Unbelievable. Can you imagine, folks? Unbelievable. They're already past last year. Last year was a novelty. Location was a novelty. Concept a novelty, etc., etc. Last year was a novelty. Now it is unbelievable that they're able to surpass in year two what they did in year one. As I said, sports metaphor, no sophomore jinx here, that's for sure. Thank God. And Sunday's going to be an amazing day at City Field. And it's all day long. The first uh, official shear is a Dafyomi shear at 845. The first, I guess, what we would call concurrent shear uh, will start at 1015. It'll go all the way until 6 p.m. Lunch available, as you heard. Uh, go and enjoy. A great, great way to spend the Sunday. And a Sunday where there are generally no simchas. Very rare. There may be something. Bris, etc. But very rare. You know, Obviously, no weddings and stuff. So really an opportunity. To go and enjoy.
More coming up. The uh, visit of Rabbi Dr. Ari Berman, the fifth president of Yeshiva University, is minutes away. If you keep it here at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Our Sphere of Format Wednesday. Rabbi Dr. Ari Berman is scheduled to be with us. Um, I'm told he's a drop behind schedule, but hopefully will join us. Today is the uh, Why You Giving Day. And for the first time since he has become president of Yeshiva University, Rabbi Dr. Ari Berman is going to be joining us live in studio here at JM&AM, something we are very, very much looking forward to. Um, so as soon as he arrives, assuming we give him a chance to catch his breath, a minute or two later we will uh, embark on our conversation. A couple of things going on I want to uh, remind everybody about. Chazak and the Young Israel of Manhattan present Azriela Jaffe tonight. For women only, from chaos to calm, the secret of transforming your Erev Shabbos. 8.15 tonight at the Unusual of Manhattan on Grand Street. Admissions free, it's for women only. Information, contact the Young Israel. Bialystoker Shul has its uh, annual brunch this coming Sunday, 10.15 in the morning at the Orenstein Pavilion. Rabbi Shalom Rafin is the uh, guest of honor. Information contact to be Alistair Synagogue. We spoke about the OU Torah New York. What an amazing and incredible program. 
kudos to everybody, to Mike Bain, to Alan Fagan, to everybody who had a role in uh, in setting this up. It is just an array of speakers and topics that is to be admired. City Field is coming Sunday. Use our code to save 50% off registration. Use our code, T- all capital letters, TNY, that's Torah, New York, 18NSN. Use our code. Um, use our code to a save, save, save on the registration for the OU event this coming Sunday. A reminder, parents and professionals, there's a uh, a mask in conjunction with Torah Psychology Victor Frankel Conference, sponsored by Interboro and LSA. It's called Awakening Greatness in Children, Transforming the Intense Child. Featured speakers include Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson and Howard Glasser, the founder of Nurtured Heart Approach. This coming Sunday, Congregation Beth Torah, 1061 Ocean Parkway in Brooklyn, New York. The parent track from 1030 until 2. Register at maskparents.org. Professional track from 9 until 5. Register at torahpsychology.org. That is all happening this coming Sunday. A reminder, Mask for the last 21 years has been servicing the community. They're there for families in need of help. You can call the Mask Confidential Helpline at 718-758-0400. 718-758-0400. Mask has support groups and provides referrals for all mental health issues, including addiction, school issues, eating disorders, bullying, and more. Mask provides in-school and camp staff training and community awareness programs. Contact Mask. Their confidential hotline is always open and ready for uh, for all. 718 758 0400. Wednesday morning broadcast. Plenty more coming up on a Sphera format Wednesday. You're listening to JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. on this Herzl Day. The 10th of E.R. is Yom Herzl in Israel. Theodore Herzl's birthday. How do you like that? J.M. and the A.M., we are anticipating the arrival of Rabbi Dr. Ari Berman. He uh, was scheduled for a few minutes ago to begin a conversation with us here at J.M. and the A.M. He is the fifth president in the history of Yeshiva University. And uh, we anticipate him joining us coming up here at J.M. and the A.M. Be patient, everyone, as we are, and uh, he'll hopefully join us coming up right here at JM in the AM. J.M. in the A.M. on a Wednesday morning. Well, as I said, once Rabbi Berman arrives, we've got to give him a minute or two to catch his breath after a traffic-filled Wednesday morning. But it gives me an opportunity to remind everybody out there that today is a very important day for Yeshiva University and those who care about Yeshiva University. Today is a giving day. 
Giving Day actually begins uh, officially three and a half hours from now. You can, if you wish, and we suggest that you could uh, participate in what's called early giving. We'll give you the website in just a moment. Uh, on the 25th today and 26th of uh, April, join the Yeshiva University community celebrating our second annual giving day to support the YU of tomorrow by raising $3 million from 3,000 donors in 24 hours. Donations during this 24-hour period will be doubled. All gifts will help fund the university's undergraduate, graduate, and uh, high school communities, as well as fund scholarships, student life activities, and many other critical programs. Our students, faculty, staff, and alumni comprise a powerful community rooted in Jewish values and committed to building a better world. They are YU's heroes, but they can't be super without you. And many of you may have noticed the uh, YU superhero campaign that's been going on, one that, in my opinion, certainly uh, clearly um, describes the students, faculty, and staff of Yeshiva University. The campaign officially starts less than three and a half hours from now. As I said, you can go to givingday.yu.edu. Again, that's givingday.yu.edu. And you can uh, give generously starting now. Imagine that. They're allowing for an early start to your giving on this very important giving day. And now it's with great pleasure that we welcome to our JM and the AM Nahum Siegel Network Studios the fifth president in the history of Yeshiva University, Rabbi Dr. Ari Berman. Rabbi Berman, a pleasure to welcome you to JM and the AM. Why, thank you, Nahum. It is more than a pleasure to be here with you. We know each other a long time. <laughs> yes. I don't know if either of us ever thought we'd be in this type of dialogue, in this I, type of conversation. I, but, for one, did not. That is for sure. But back, it's a pleasure to welcome you here. Back in the days of Morisha, when you were a role model and leader for me and for all of our campers, I never thought that we'd be in this conversation today. Oh, I appreciate that very much. You mentioned in your investiture how you... Uh, you don't need to read a history book to understand Yeshiva University. And in your case, it's really true because you've been in a Yeshiva University institution, not just Camp Marasha, but a Yeshiva University institution since your young teenage years. I assume then that it is not lost on you that you're about a mile away from where all of this began, the Lower East Side of Manhattan, where Yeshiva University has what we would call its ultimate roots. Yes, we, um, we are deeply rooted in this community. Uh, starting from the Lower East Side, but really all throughout uh, not just Manhattan. Uh, our tri-state area, of course, the country, and our alumni all throughout uh, all throughout the world. Yeshiva University is the epicenter of a global movement, and uh, I am just thrilled to be in this position. But let me just first say, before even talking about Yeshiva University, how absolutely thrilled I am to be on JAM in the AM. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I made Aliyah and uh, lived in Israel for 10 years before assuming this position. And JM in the AM, when we speak about global connections, is listened to not just in this area, but via the Internet all throughout the world, especially in Neve Daniel. Wow. And I just want to have a shout-out to my good friend Donnie Goldstein, mm. member of the rabbi of Kingsway Jewish Center, who religiously listens to this show. Well, phenomenal. You have, you have fans all throughout the world. I better pay more attention to my Neve Daniel listenership <laughs> exactly. now. Exactly. That, 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 <laughs> that is a huge, huge group for you. Um, well, I mean, you became president uh, uh, officially almost a year ago, right? The investiture was back in September. 
And I can only imagine what the first year is. We, we always talk about first 100 days of a president, first 100 days of anybody who's in any type of position, any significant position. And now, obviously, we're coming close to the first year. Has this been a pleasant experience so far? Uh, it's been um, extraordinary. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of questions people ask me since I've come back. You know, I've been uh, in and around Yeshiva University for uh, for decades. Yeah. Uh, but since I've returned, uh, you know, what have been the surprises? What have been what's different in Yeshiva? And um, it's been uh, it's been eye opening, eye opening in terms of the vitality and the vibrancy of our student life, uh, the kinds of things that our students are doing, the, the quality of our students. The excitement on our campus, um, it's uh, its exhilarating. It's really exhilarating. It's obvious that you get it, and boy, am I glad you started with this, because I, too, am an eyewitness to how great the YU campus is from the 1980s. You're referring, of course, to the 80s and 90s, I would assume, from your personal experience. And there, and it was great. And believe me, there is no one more indebted to Yeshiva University than myself. And I love the fact that people identify myself, identify me with Yeshiva. But there is something now in 2018 that has been developing over the last decade or two that just has brought everything to such a high level. The activities the students are involved with, the extracurricular activities that they undertake and projects that they do both in the U.S. and around the world, is, is, it's extraordinary. It's extraordinary. And it really speaks to our values. It speaks to who we are. I mean, we're, when we raise, we educate our students, we're not just giving them the best Torah education in the world. We're not just giving them the great academics, which will set them up intellectually and professionally. We're not just giving them the alumni network that's going to ensure lifelong success. It's going to ensure that they have a group that cares for them for the rest of their life. But we're giving them a mission. Yeah. We're giving them meaning. We're giving them. Uh, uh, we're inspiring them with purpose. We stand for something. And some of my colleagues might get upset that I'm going to say this, but I think the alumni connection is much stronger today than it was. It's always been great to an extent, but for some reason, this, this newer generation, I think, is taking even greater pride in their connection to YU. Yeah, and things happen both officially and unofficially. I was just on the phone with somebody yesterday, and he was telling me how the night before, one of our alumni took out 20 students from hmm. the from the Sysim School of Business to network with them and to meet them so he could help them get jobs afterwards. Unofficially, nobody knows about this. And then he personally is taking out another 20 that night. And tonight there's a Wall Street event. We have an incredible Wall Street group for our finance connections. So both officially and unofficially, our alumni are very involved in ensuring that our students will experience enormous professional success in the future. And that's something that is uh, just an incredible asset for people in their lives. President of Yeshiva University, or by Dr. Ari Berman, is here in the studio with us at JM in the AM. Today is Giving Day. Um, do you do you anticipate that it'll be a successful Giving Day? <laughs> we uh, we definitely anticipate. <laughs> we anticipate that, but some are we, hoping and praying, we and we're anticipating. <laughs> we can't rely on anticipation. We need to rely on everyone here who's listening on their support. I want to say that success in Giving Day is really a dual uh, a dual piece for us. Uh, number one, of course, is the is the quantity right. <laughs> is the amount of uh, of dollars that come in that will help us fund our scholarships and ensure that students, uh, th students all over, um, are going to be eligible and come to Yeshiva University and be able to succeed in our singular experience at Yeshiva University. That's the first thing. 
but also the amount of people that give. Um, you know, one of the exciting things when I've come back, when I've seen and I've traveled now in our, my listening tour in my first year throughout this country and really beyond this country, is the enormous excitement there is about the future of Yeshiva University. People are rooting for our success. I am glad to hear that. They I am under- very glad They to understand hear that. how important it is, and they're rooting for our success. And this is a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity to show wherever, whatever level that one can give, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a great opportunity for us to, to, to be inspired uh, by all of our supporters and by our friends and that uh, to, to see the numbers and where they're from and the, 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 the sense, the diversity of our, of our friends and supporters, it's crucial now. Now's a great time to not just root for the success, but to translate that rooting into some action where the world will see and where we'll all be able to benefit and, sh- and be strengthened because of it. In just over three hours, Giving Day will kick off officially. Go to givingday.yu.edu, givingday.yu. Dot edu. Um, I, I've saved your investiture speech because, first of all, I thought it was brilliant, frankly. <laughs> thank you. Thank you I, I think you mentioned um, you mentioned a couple of things that really spoke to those of us who bleed YU blood, so to speak. <laughs> and that is, you said that uh, Yeshiva University, uh, we know you said instinctively what Yeshiva University is and what it's meant to be, yet interestingly, it's not always so easy to articulate. And I know what you mean by that. Because we do feel, and I think it's young and old, alumni and students of today, a feel that we're on a certain mission, a certain you know, d- differential compared to other college students and other um, academic students you know, in graduate schools, etc. It- it's just a different atmosphere for us. And, yeah. and frankly, more of a responsibility for us. Yeah. Um, those who are considering Giving Day, I would add one thing to what you said. It is the only institution I know of that all it does is concentrate on leadership. All you want for every student that walks through the doors of Yeshiva University is to become a Jewish leader, male, female, no matter where in this country they're from, no matter where in the world they're from. And I can say, even though it's sometimes hard to articulate, that the proof is in the pudding. If you look at the leadership on this globe in the Jewish world, the roots are going to be at YU. So I think that's one of the things that's sometimes hard for people to understand, but we again, as eyewitnesses to all this through the decades, can tell people that you know the future of the Jewish world is not just creating people that are going to be out there being you know nice Jews. We're creating people who are going to be leading others, and that's why it's such a crucial point because that's why giving to Yeshiva University, supporting Yeshiva University, is a force multiplier. I mean, you are you ripple are, effect. It's a ripple effect. Yeah that changes the nature and trajectory of the Jewish people. You know, just a couple of weeks ago, I was at the Birthright Dinner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Birthright's doing amazing things. Great success. Great success. And, uh, you know, somebody came over to me and said, you know, why are you at the Birthright Dinner? You know, the YU students, <laughs> they're not really eligible right. to be participants on the, on the bus of Birthright. Right. And I explained to them, it's true, we're not the participants on the bus. We're the counselors on the bus. And the feedback we get from birth, we're the best counselors because our students who are deeply rooted in their Jewish identity are models and can talk in the culture and the language of today and relate to the students and relate to the, this generation. I mean, they're models of people who can spread the, the messages of the positive message of Judaism into our contemporary society. Our students are given the abilities and inspired 
to be the leaders of their community, of right. our internal community, right. of the Jewish people at large, and of the broader society. No question. And that's, uh, that's something that is... Uh, and I would argue when you get into the fields of medicine and law and other specialties that the YU is known for, it, you could say the same thing about absolutely. them. Absolutely. And that's in the broader society at large. Yeah. Absolutely. And, that, and that's leadership, meaning being a role model. You know, going out into that, into that world, first of all, and transforming the world mm-hmm. for the better. Uh, that's what our purpose is. Listen, we live in the most glorious time in Jewish history certainly in close to 2,000 years. It's a great week to note that. And, and that is certainly the turning point. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, we believe and we daven for reshitz michat gulatena. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about our core values as, as our differential. Okay, we are proud and ardent Zionists. We believe that the state of Israel is a gift from God. And it signals that we live in an era like no other. And Hashem has given us opportunities like no other. And we need to raise our kids to appreciate those opportunities and to capitalize on them. And that, of course, includes our connections to Israel. Mm-hmm. That certainly includes our connections. And we, we're working very hard, and we can talk a little bit about that, how we're strengthening those ties. Right? That's our natural, uh, our natural wheelhouse in Yeshiva University is to strengthen our ties to Israel. But it's not just about supporting Israel. Right? It's about pushing history forward. Right. And that can happen in Israel and other parts of the world. Hence, uh, some, of the, some of your most successful summer student programs take place in Israel. Yeah. In, in some areas that are really underprivileged, but they yeah. do an amazing job and have such a contribution. It's also the reason why, why uh, my son, who spends his time on Yeshiva College's campus, is going to be spending Shavuos, I believe it's Margot, Ontario, some, some, or Margot, Quebec, somewhere I'd never heard of until he called me to let me know. And that's where he and his chevra have been chosen by the YU leadership to go and, and show their strength for that's, the Shavuos and holiday. And that's a great example okay, of everything that Yeshiva University is about. Mm-hmm. And it's a great example of understanding the opportunities of this moment. That is also part of Reshit's Michat Gulatena. That's also part of our task to push history forward, right. and specifically in this era. You know, when it comes to Israel, though, I would say it's not just about the great programs they're doing over the summer, which is incredible. Right. Okay, what we're working on now is, we're see, is we see Israel as an opportunity. You know, in the past, you know, maybe Jews have seen Israel as a responsibility. You know, of course we need to support the state of Israel. But the state of Israel today is not just an achri, it's not just a responsibility, it's a golden opportunity. What it offers our students, both, of course, in religious life and religious experience, but even today in professional experiences. Right. So what we've been doing since I started is creating partnerships with Israeli universities. We have signed, I could announce today, I'll announce on the Nachum Siegel Show, we've yeah. signed three memorandums of understanding with Bar Ilan University, Hebrew University, and the Technion, in which we've created bridge programs so that our students who major in computer science, biology, chemistry, in, this, in these fields can have a pathway straight to their graduate programs, which will be done in English, and uh, will be able to learn the skill sets of the future, the areas where Israel shines. Our students are going to have free rides straight to there. Our alumni who's heard of these programs are so excited in Israel, they have agreed to give internships and mentorships and find our kids uh, jobs there in, uh, uh, in, the startup, uh, in the startup nation. Some of our alumni who heard about this are excited. They say, you know, we're going to throw in a prize. 
We're going to add a prize in for to help uh, subsidize some of our students who are uh, going to join this bridge program. So there's a lot of things that are happening. Uh, and this is just an example where our Israel connections are going to be leveraged so that our students are going to have the skill sets of tomorrow and be set. We're in a different world today. And these relationships with these universities in Israel did not exist before? Um Many of them didn't, and some just on a, on a basic on a basic. Right, level. this is a more formalized, yeah. You know, with a path to what I would assume would be a real yeah. symbiotic uh, program. Or, absolutely, you know, or, absolutely. Which, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm saying when I before I came after I was nominated, I, mean, I lived one of the, you know, I lived in Israel for ten years, right. and I was a student at Hebrew University. Is I met with the presidents of the universities in uh, in Israel, and and not just the presidents, the government too. Meaning the head of the Malag, who's the, which is the educational arm of the state of Israel, uh, the Sarah Chinuch with Naftali Bennett, and everyone is interested. Everyone is interested in creating partnerships with Yeshiva University. Well, they know it's going to bring more American Jewish students to eventually live in Israel. Absolutely. Which is amazing. And for two respects, first of all, to live in Israel. Right. But secondly, they want Israel to be seen as an opportunity. Right. Meaning wherever our students go after they learn the skill sets of tomorrow in Israel, in the startup nation, they will be, they'll be benefiting from Israel. Israel is a bracha. Israel is a blessing. It's a blessing to the Jewish people and it's a blessing to the world. And if we view Israel as a blessing, not just as a responsibility, okay, it's a transformative switch in how we think about mm-hmm. it. And that our students and that our no longer supporting our downtrodden brothers, exactly, but following the lead of these incredible trailblazers in Israel, exactly. And that's that's what like so these partnerships, I should really say, is a triangle. Right. It's the government of Israel, it's the University of Israel, and it's Yeshiva University. Amazing. And I'm glad to hear YU's at the forefront of it. Givingday.yu.edu is the website. Givingday.yu.edu, which leads now uh, to an interesting question, which I guess would uh, only be reserved for this. uh, for this first visit that you have here to the studio. It, 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 was this one of the reasons, in your opinion, that Rabbi Dr. Ari Berman was asked to be president of Yeshiva University? Because not only of your familiarity with YU's history, which we discussed, and your great success in the New York area before you left, but the 10 years in Israel, is that one of the reasons that they that they, that they that pushed your nomination ahead of all the others? Well, I can't speak about uh, the process, <laughs> the, the process, or what's in their mindset. But there certainly is no question that throughout this process, I mentioned uh, strongly the importance of. Uh, it's not just the state of Israel; it's really bringing Yeshiva University into the world of tomorrow. Meaning, we can't just be thinking about the past. Right. We need to be thinking about you know where's the world going, and there's no question that means in terms of the disciplines. You know, we've always been great at finance and, and, and doctors and, you know, lawyers and accountants. And we're still going to be great we at that. We have our strengths. So. Right? We're still going to be great at that. We're, we've been great at that and we're going to continue being great at that. And we're thrilled about that. You know, in today's generation, we also need to think about computer science and engineering and entrepreneurship. I mean, there are other areas that we need to uh, lean in on. That's right. number one. And number two, you know, Israel and our connections with Israel, the Jewish world has shifted. You know, and we need to follow those trends and follow those shifts in order to best prepare our students for, uh, uh, for the future. So it's all part of a much broader, broader effort. You know, our goal, our mission, you talk about what makes us unique, is we bring our 3,000-year-old tradition into the world of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And no one does it like we do. No question about it. And if you're, and if you're interested in doing it in a Jewish environment— 
and with Jewish leadership guiding you, frankly, the Ivy League campus is not for you. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's as simple as that. You, if you're on a campus like that, and call out to everybody who goes, I'm not telling anybody that I need to make their decision about where to go to college. But you're going to go and you're going to take your courses. You're going to get your degree and, and very likely, you know, accomplish what you want to accomplish in that field of study. But you're not going to do it in this type of environment. You're not going to do it with the guidance and leadership that you're going to get on the YU campus. Yeah. I mean, there's no question that today, and I think people are seeing this more and more, that, you know, the environment in the YU campus is the most conducive for their children's growth, uh, for the places they want their children to inhabit um, religiously, morally, ethically, and to set them up for a future of great uh, professional and personal success. Right. Um, this is uh, uh, this is what we're doing, and what we're doing, uh, you know, we're just going to keep on growing uh, to match uh, the needs and opportunities of tomorrow. Unlike my day, it seems that today there's so many choices. There's so much competition. How do you view your colleagues that are attracting our students from Yeshiva Day and high schools to go to their campuses all around this country? So I don't think so much about uh, the competition as much as I think about what we're doing for ourselves. What we need to be doing is creating the most attractive Yeshiva University product, right? We need to, uh, uh, we need to think about ourselves and what we're doing and our differential, you know, and focus on that uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, what's going on in the other places. I would say, though, if I can just broaden the point. Sure. We're in the epicenter of a global movement. We're not just an institution. And we care about the neshamot of all of the children in our community. Whether they attend Yeshiva University or they, or they attend other places. And some of the things that we're thinking about is how we can be supportive and helpful uh, to the students, whoever they, wherever they're going. Students who are choosing other university alternatives are still in our world. Meaning we set the conceptual framework that allows the scaffolding that holds up the lives of everyone in our community. Mm-hmm. You know, and whether that's supporting, which we do, JLIC, and you know, all of the JLIC professionals, they're Yeshiva University graduates. The Israel programs the Israel that you programs, guys are at the of forefront course. of. Uh, Meaning everything we're, we're, everything we're about, I don't say all of them are right. Yeshiva University graduates, but Yeshiva University is at the forefront. You know, and, and that's important. That's important to us. We're thinking... We think, you know, we have a double identity, you know, both as an institution of higher education that is creating internally, that is creating the Jewish leadership for the future. That's a force multiplier for our future, as well as the epicenter of our global movement. And that's sending out the messages of how we're bringing our 3,000-year-old tradition into the world of tomorrow. So we're thinking a lot, you know, about us and about how we can uh, uh, be supportive and helpful. Uh, in the broader uh, in the broader sense as well. Rabbi Dr. Ari Berman here at JM in the AM as we discuss Yeshiva University. He is the fifth president of Yeshiva University. Uh, the website is givingday.yu.edu. Givingday.yu.edu. We very much would love to see a very successful giving day for Yeshiva University. It starts officially in three hours, but believe me, they'll take your contribution right now. Givingday.yu.edu. Okay, no secret that uh, the world is concerned about the financial situation of Yeshiva University. I don't know if this was a major factor that you know kept you up at night thinking, should I take this job or should I not take this job? I think some people probably probably said to you, hey, hey, don't you know what the situation is there? Are you crazy to go and undertake this position? But there are other considerations outside of the economics. But no doubt, as people contribute on a day like today, we'd love to know 
that Yeshiva University is financially solvent. How would you describe the situation? Yeah, I mean, Yeshiva University has done a great job in, uh, in creating the situation and the, the stability in order for it to grow. What we're thinking right now, um, we're past thinking about just solvency. We're thinking about growth and expansion right now. I Meaning our plans uh, for the future are trajectory of growth. Um, whether it's our new programs, uh, mm -hmm. uh, both in Israel and actually uh, internationally and globally, or other ways that we're increasing our programming and our support and bringing in the right people uh, uh, to do so. So we're, uh, we're in a very different mindset uh, than the mindset. And the support the is there for it? Yes. Yeah, so we're, I, I'm, what I've been finding this year is that people are rooting for our success. Agreed. Is that, uh, and, and hopefully, uh, as we anticipate, this day should show, uh, I should show that as well. That, um, um, you know, people are excited and they're interested and they want to invest in growth. And that's where we're at a, we're at a period of growth right now. Uh, it's true in our, in our numbers, in our enrollment numbers. Uh, it's Acceptance true. Yeshiva College and Stern College is, is up for next year? Yeah, it's, um, well, the, they're, still, uh, they're still coming right. in for next year, but right. as the trends are coming for us, our enrollment has been, uh, has been increasing. You know, not just in our graduate programs, that also is a, is a very important part for us, but in our core, in our undergraduate programs, which is what makes Yeshiva University. Arguably so, the most important part of the institution, right? Yeah. So that is, uh, uh, thank God, that's, uh, that's on the rise. So uh, we've been experiencing gr uh, great growth, and we're excited, uh, we're excited about the future. But it's, there's no doubt that it's days like today that people now can contribute to the future of our community and our people is a very clear and simple way yeah. you know, to be a part of something great and invest in growth. Yeah, if you like this product, folks, if you like the way I turned out, and this audience knows me for a long time at this point, as you know, I credit Yeshiva University, so feel free to give in honor of the uh, the radio uh, announcers that they've produced over the years. Um, <laughs> we're three hours away from giving day. There are a million things I want to discuss with you. I hope you'll return at some future I date. was so excited when you said this is the first time. Yeah, I, from uh, Siegel. This is like one of the highlights of my uh, tenure so far. I appreciate that, but you've got to come back. Uh, I hope you do because my list is, is I've barely started my list of questions. Uh, givingday.yu.edu. Again, it's givingday.yu.edu. I cannot uh, emphasize enough how much I would love, and obviously the people here in the studio would love to see this day uh, be a successful day. Support the heroes. That's what they are, the heroes of Yeshiva University, in order for them to continue and do all the things Roy Berman discussed this morning. Uh, they've got to be um, uh, supported, and I hope that everybody out there will take this 24-hour period where everything gets doubled in this campaign, which has gotten a tremendous amount of publicity, uh, continues through tomorrow. I hope everybody will take the opportunity to give and give as generously as possible, givingday.yu.edu. And if you're somebody that really wants to fund one of these programs or a chair or something, they can call your office directly. Uh, you know, uh, you want to fund the chair, <laughs> we, will take, we will take the call. <laughs> exactly. We will take the call. Uh, finally... Um, my father of blessed memory would probably say the following. Uh, when people questioned, again, you know, what were you thinking taking the job as president of Yeshiva University, my father probably would have said, anybody who survived being a pulpit rabbi yeah. <laughs> can, can certainly excel at this position. <laughs> so for you, even though some people look at it as a massive challenge, for you, you've, you've had some great challenges in the past, and as we know, you have succeeded at them. So. Well, what I would say is it's interesting, and when you think about the experiences as you mentioned, uh, you know, I feel very much like a son of this community. Um, 
you know, Morisha, uh, MTA, the year in Israel, I went to Yeshiva Haratzion, YU, I was the rabbi in the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Right. Um, the a, ima- a synagogue that Rabbi Lamb served a as rabbi. rabbi Lamb served. Imagine that. But the amount of people that I know from our community, like one of the most touching, touching moments for me, I was uh, when I was traveling back and forth from Israel regularly in the, right. in the pre-stage, um, when a woman uh, of our community who doesn't know me well, you know, said to me, you know, Ari, when I heard the news, I was just so proud of you. I was so proud. And it was really touching because it was, it was maternal. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the, it's the familial, you know, it's like we're one family. 100%. And our community. And for me to take my experiences of coming through and then including my experiences in Israel, which is all part of our community today. Right. How many of our children and nephews and nieces and brothers and sisters, you know, are, are living in Israel, aren't spending serious time in Israel? It's all part of one community now. So to be able to, to take all those experiences and help think about the future, not just of this crucial, crucial institution of Yeshiva University, but the future of our community, to think about that together. Okay, it's a it's an enormous opportunity. It it could be, as you, your father would say, similar to the pulpit. <laughs> it comes with a set of challenges, but the enormous opportunity and potential, okay, that we have, uh, is uh, is something that is uh, it's hard to quantify. And that's what that's what brought me here, and that's what excites me. It excites me about yeshiva. It excites me about our community. You know, this is a moment of opportunity for us that we haven't had. In 2,000 years, and we need to capitalize on that. Agreed. We will be rooting for you. I appreciate that. So if I could just say if we could rally together to support this unique institution, because when it comes to Yeshiva University, when it comes to the future of our people, we can't be super without you. 100%. That's why we're asking everyone to give generously and make it a successful day. Givingday.yu.edu. My thanks to the president of Yeshiva University, Rabbi Dr. Ari Berman. Achenu Israel and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. My thanks to Ari Berman. Uh, plenty of great programming all through the day coming up. Yoni Pollock is next. Avrami's hosting a live lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Tomorrow, of course, we're back starting at 6 a.m. Eastern Time with JM and the A. Make sure... To join us, participate in the YU Day by going to the website givingday.yu.edu. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.